Welcome to Language Chats. This is a podcast for language lovers in Australia and beyond, where we share our enjoyment and experiences of language learning with you. I'm Penny. Hi, I'm Beck. We both live in Australia. We love learning languages and we love chatting to each other about it. Now, Penny, it's been um, a bit of a some weird times lately, I guess. Sure has. Sure <laughs> is has. That, is that the best way to describe it? I don't know. Weird times. I think so. Yeah. Weird, uncertainty, like completely unknown. Exactly. So we're, we're recording um, today. It's mid-April um, 2020. And yeah, things are, things are a bit weird. Um, this is life in the time of coronavirus. It and, is. And I mean, in Australia, really, we... I guess we're a bit behind some of the other countries in the rest of the world. So our kind of restrictions and lockdown periods only been a few weeks, but for other people out there, it's been a lot longer. Yeah, that's right. And I suppose also, so with life in time of coronavirus, we've also got a language learning in the time of coronavirus, um, yes. <laughs> which is, I guess for us, super interesting and probably for a lot of you out there too. Um, but it makes our, the topic that we are going to be talking about today um, very relevant yeah, I think so. I think, and you know, given that it's something that we're all grappling with, um, it's come at a good time. Exactly. So, a few episodes back, um, we started talking about online language lessons um, being one-to-one um, online lessons via a video platform of, of some description, video call, um, and we talked a little bit about how you might feel about that if you're if you're a little bit like me and you've been apprehensive in the past about taking online online lessons one-on-one um, and you know maybe some of the pros and cons and and Penny you, you've done it before so uh, you gave me some very helpful tips and gave everybody else out there some very helpful tips too. Oh good, good. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're just following up on that I guess moving on to the next part which is how do you actually get prepared for an online lesson, um, which is a bit of a different way of taking language lessons. If you have been used to doing more traditional style classes in the past, um, or just uh, just other ways of learning that aren't, you know, using using the internet in this way, um, and yeah, how to get how to get ready for that, um, how to make sure that you can get the most out of online classes, um, and and I guess a few a few tips and, and tricks along the way. Yeah, no, this will, this will be a great episode, I think. I'm looking forward to chatting. <laughs> yeah, me too. So since our last our last little chat about online language lessons, so I have uh, gone out and booked myself some trial lessons. Um, Very impressed. Good girl. <laughs> <laughs> now, we should also probably just make clear, um, we have both been using um, one particular platform for finding uh, online lessons. Um, this is not a sponsored episode um, just because we both happen to be using one platform that's italki um, does not mean that it is the only one out there there are many ways to find online lessons um, you might independently find a teacher who you know online or who you, who you find out through word of mouth or just from searching that is somebody who offers online language lessons um, but there are also platforms out there that can help you to do that italki is one of them but there are also a few others and we'll post some options in the show notes Yep, for sure. So you've got some trial lessons coming up. That's exciting. Yes, I do. I'm very excited. I actually have one later today. 
Um, so Ooh. I know, which is which is feeling very <laughs> soon, and um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited. It is my my first time having a lesson one-on-one with someone online. Um, so it will be a new experience for me, but I um, I am feeling I'm feeling ready for it. So what language will you be doing your trial lesson in? So it is for German. In German, yeah, great. For German. Great. And um, it is just a half hour yeah, trial lesson with someone just so that I can see, I guess, what this teacher's personality is like, whether the, there's a bit of like a good rapport, um, whether I sort of like their style um, and... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes. So I know when we chatted about this in the episode, a couple episodes ago, we talked about some of the ways that you might go about choosing a teacher to have a trial lesson with. How did you go about it and how did you end up picking this particular person to have your trial lesson? So I, um, yeah, I noted down all of your, all of your tips, Penny, um, before I went out and went searching for, for a couple of teachers. So to, I, there is another trial class that I've also have booked for next week, and that's because so I, I when I when I was looking through the teachers, I started um, looking at some of their reviews, um, some of their descriptions. So again, I, I'm looking on Italki, um, although there are other platforms that allow this too. Um, teachers have a profile, and you can view their um, like a video that they put together to talk about themselves and what they're like and where they're from, um, you know, the, all those sorts of, I guess, general introduction things. Um, and then they also have a little written description and um, they might indicate if they have any sort of special skills um, or special teaching abilities, like, you know, maybe they're, they're particularly good at helping with exam preparation or specific kinds of um, job-related vocabulary or, you know, something like that. Um, and then there's also reviews. So past students or current students can let you know what their classes have been like too. So I started going through, um, and looking for German teachers who were, uh, well, from Germany. So I was looking for (laughs) native, native speakers. Um, not that all teachers need to be native speakers, but I wanted, um, a native speaker, um, and also I needed to find somebody who, especially for Australia, had applicable time zones that match the times when I'm available. That's a good point, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, time zones are important. Yeah, well, it's funny because it wasn't the first thing that I thought of. And as I started, like, looking through teachers, you can, like, kind of favourite them. And I was like, oh, like, that person looks interesting. That person looks okay. And then I had a look at their availability and I was like, oh, wait, she's, none of She's their- going to be asleep when I want to learn. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was like, oh, all of their available times are between like midnight and 4 a.m. in Australia. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, there was, there's a little bit of, I guess, kind of scheduling in there to try and try and work out. But um, it's cool because in, um, on this particular platform, you can, you can view the times that teachers are available. So at least yeah. that kind of helps yeah. with planning. And I will say too, less applicable for um, learning Asian languages if the 
teachers you're looking at are based in Asia, just from an Australian-Asia perspective, less time zone clashing. Yes, that is true. And also, actually, so the the second trial class that I have booked for next week, the teacher is actually a German teacher who lives in Australia, which is even better. So um, that's partly why I also booked that second one with the other teacher because I thought, well, good good to have options, but also great to have somebody that's in a slightly closer time zone. (laughs) Yeah. So have you had any correspondence with your teacher today yet? Like have you sent her a note saying what you're hoping to get out of it or will you just go into it kind of fresh tonight when yeah, you so catch I, up? Yeah, haven't, so I haven't had any correspondence yet with this teacher. Um, so I guess my, my little bit of preparation so far has just been entirely independent. Um, but – yeah, like no, 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 sort of no notes from the teacher either, asking me what I was, what I'm interested in, or what my goals are. But yeah, that's what I've thought about on my own. Yeah. Oh, great. What, so, what has your experience been with that in the past, Ben? Have you had have you had teachers I, contact you, or have you contacted teachers to let them know and like gotten on the front? I foot? think both ways. I think yeah. I think with my initial kind of contact, I did maybe include a couple of things that I was particularly keen with. I remember when. I was sussing out a teacher to help me with exam preparation with Chinese because that was such my, you know, clear focus and goal. It was a really kind of easy thing to note down as what I wanted to um, to practice and, and review. Um, but I guess if, if it's, you know, general conversation or general kind of improvement, it's a little bit less defined. But what, what are you thinking in terms of your goals with with online lessons what are you yeah so well I guess I'm very much in the just kind of general conversation camp (laughs) um so I'm rather than I don't have an exam that I'm preparing for at least not at the moment um I don't have even like I don't have like a trip coming up that I'm planning for specifically or anything like that this is totally just about having some um some general conversation practice for myself where I can do a lot of speaking um, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And are there particular topics that you want to chat about? Um, actually, I haven't thought about that. Not specifically. So like more just like general life stuff, I think. Like I'm kind of yep. like I would like to be able to socialize more in German. Yep. And so I kind of just would like general vocab for like talking about things that I do and work and life in, in general yeah. and meeting friends and hanging out. Relevant to you specifically, which is one of the bonuses of doing these kind of, you know, methods of learning because you can tailor it, the vocab and the expressions directly to what you're, you're needing. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, and I'm, and I'm really looking forward to that part of it because I guess, um, my part of the reason that I'm, I'm interested in doing these one-on-one lessons at the moment is because I do take another, another course um, at the same time, it's a, a German course that's a bit more structured and it's a, a, a class-based thing. So, like, I do have that week by week at the moment that I'm sort of following and is with other people. Um, but I, I just find that even though it's it's really good and I really like it, um, I, I probably don't get as much of an opportunity to to speak as I would like in those lessons. And that's not because... I don't feel that the teachers are like encouraging us to speak or, or anything in that course that I'm doing. It's just that like sometimes I, I feel a bit, if, if I speak too much, I feel like I might be bothering other people in my class. If that makes sense. Being the, the class dominator. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. Like I'm not, I'm not one of those people who's had 
who has that much trouble with like I suppose confidence in in beginning to speak in the language that I'm yep. learning like I'm I'm usually okay in kind of getting started once I've got a little bit I'm like I'm cool to start talking um but not everybody is like that and I'm very conscious yep, that sure. when you're in a class setting you know sometimes people get quite freaked out if there's somebody in the class who, who's, who's a bit dominant and so I, I'm yeah I try I try not to not to speak too much because I don't want to bother other people in my class but that doesn't mean that I, I don't want more speaking practice and so this is kind of a good way to get a little bit of extra on the side yeah for sure um yep so yeah are, are there materials that you're covering in your group class that you might bring to your online teacher for clarification or practice or extension or that kind of stuff do you think that might I think work? so maybe so I um my my group class has textbooks and stuff so we it's good because I do have that kind of written content that has exercises and things in it it also has like listening and it's got longer passages of of writing and stuff that are, are good for um good to have something to focus on so if I needed a task to go through or if I did need some extra help um, then I think that would be a good start. I also feel like they might be a good starting point for topics to discuss so if if I was sort of a bit out of ideas for like oh you know we've talked about work and we've talked about things I like to do in my spare time or something and I just needed a bit of extra um, extra ideas for, for what to you know what to have conversation yeah. about then that that might be a good start too because if I'm following the vocab in those exercises um, in my class anyway then it's just kind of an extension on that um, but I'm also sort of hoping that I guess a teacher who I would have one-on-one would be able to suggest some good <laughs> some good topics as well Oh, for sure. And I think that's something, a, you know, a really good, important thing to look out for when you're selecting your teacher too, someone who kind of gets you and sort of gets what your interests are and and then might carry that through to their teaching of you. So um, my French teacher at the moment, um, we're obviously doing online lessons like, yep. <laughs> like everyone else, um, but she knows that I'm particularly interested in, um, you know, languages in general and food and wine. Um, so a lot of the, um, you know, the content that we're covering um, in a very basic way is related to that stuff because she knows that's an interest. I think mm. that's, you know that's a, a good sign isn't it yeah definitely and also because they are the things that you would want to talk to people about like if you randomly ran into somebody or you met someone who was French and they're like oh actually I'm French do you want to speak some French with me <laughs> and then <laughs> you know you might get started in talking about things that you're interested in and then they're the things that you want to be able to talk about in French aren't they so it's like you know yep. you want to be able to make sure that you've got the vocabulary and you've got the structures that mean that you can discuss the things that you would want to talk about in English as well yeah, yeah, for sure. And even covering simple things, you know, like I've I've got two daughters. My eldest one is called yeah. blah, 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 and my youngest one. And learning that that's, you know, a good way to describe your yeah. family situation. So, yeah, no, it is it is good when it's you're able to um, tailor it and have it really designed for you and your life. Have you had any in your experiences with uh, online lessons already, have you noticed any any specific limitations that you had to be aware of or um, that have maybe changed the way that you've interacted with the teacher? Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's obviously the technology 
factor that, you know, your lessons are relying on good internet connection, um, potentially trying to minimise outside sounds as much as possible. I've I've definitely had lessons uh, with teachers with, you know, you noisy traffic going crazy or um, even one time um, a teacher in Vietnam, there was just this complete torrential rainstorm happening oh, and it, no. it was so loud we could hardly hear each other so but you know these are the the one-off kind of things that happen that are a bit funny but um so having the right technology so having your computer or your tablet and good wi-fi um connection um but in terms of preparing i guess knowing that you're not necessarily going to have um a workbook or some kind of written textbook that you can look at together. So being a bit more flexible about whether you might do some pre-work and send that through to your teacher so that they can look at it and talk about it with you in the class or um, being able to have like a Google Doc or some kind of interactive um, document that you can have open at the same time so that you can both, if you're doing some written work, do it in real time um yeah that's a great idea so that's been something that we've been doing just recently with in my french classes and i think um yeah that's been really handy to have that kind of screen sharing and that i can jump in and she can see what i'm writing and we can talk about it all at the same time and yeah i think that's a can i ask how long how long are your french classes that you take online we do 60 minutes okay because I, I was going to say as well, like I feel like 60, 60 minutes and the trial classes that I'm having this week are 30 minutes, but they would regularly be one hour lessons, I think. Um, and I, I, I actually feel like an hour is not very much time. So like from what I guess from what I've been used to in other sorts of classes in the past, like an hour is actually feels very short. Like I, I don't think I've ever had a class that's been less than maybe two hours. Do you know, it's so funny because I was just going to say, do you know what? 30 minutes is great. You'll get so much done in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, don't you think – but like I, I feel like that would pass really quickly. So like I would want to make sure that – like if I had something that I wanted to discuss or if I had a document, for example, that I wanted to share with my teacher to be like, oh um, – you know, can we, can we go through this or here's an article that I saw and it was really interesting, but I didn't quite get everything in it. Like, can we go through this in our class? I'd want to make sure that I sent that to them beforehand because I don't want to waste 15 minutes of my, of my one hour lesson or my half an hour lesson, like just yeah. getting them the document and then trying to explain what it's about and, and all of those other Well, I think things. that's a really good point. I think that's a really good point. It come back, comes back to your preparation and, and yeah. what you want to achieve and I think if you're able to do that I think it will make your lesson and the time you've got even more valuable because like you said you're not wasting that kind of time mucking around Mm, mm. but I think I mean from my perspective 60 minutes is great you can pack a lot in to 60 minutes um and I suppose hopefully especially when it's just you as well like you don't have there aren't if you're the only one asking questions and you're the only person like you know all the attention is on you for an hour I guess you're right that is actually a very decent amount of time it's a lot of speaking time a lot of practice time (laughs) yep totally and um yeah I think you'll 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 find it find it good I was even thinking of splitting my 60 minutes into two 30 minute sessions (laughs) um 
just, you know, I don't know, just to have it a bit spread through the week. And I think maybe um, that's, you know, something that you can do if you're supplementing your group class with an online class. You can stagger it so that you're having, you know, you're not having all your German exposure on Monday, for example. You you can have, you know, your group class on Monday and your, your one-on-one class on Thursday and then it kind of splits it up a bit. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think I think that's um, quite that's what I would quite like to be able to do. Um, you know, if it, obviously it's all it's all time dependent, but um, like if if I could make that work, that would be awesome. Just to have another time during the week where I like outside of just you know homework or my own you know other other practice that I decide to do. Yeah. Um, to have that like kind of time in the week where it's scheduled. And I know that I have to be somewhere at a particular time online to talk to a teacher. <laughs> just having that like having that kind of commitment in my mind. Yes, yeah. for sure. I think it'll make a huge difference. But I am looking forward to hearing how it all goes tonight and on the weekend. Yeah, I will. Do you I think will, we should you know. check in? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I, I'm definitely going to be uh, going to be taking notes because I'm just I'm so intrigued to see how this whole experience goes. Oh, I think it's fantastic. I hope you. I hope you love it. I hope you're a convert. <laughs> and it's so. It's just so convenient, especially at this particular time. I think when we're all, you know, we're all spending a lot more time at home than we usually would. Um, so it's nice to have these options available to us, where we can, you know, continue our enjoyment of language learning um, from wherever it is that we might be. And actually, it's not really that impacted by. Um, all the other all the other limitations mm. that we have on us at the moment about about movement outside of the house so um and it's another form of social connection which as we all know is very important at this time exactly, as well exactly yeah mm. so very um, so if we should see if other people are just starting off doing online video language lessons as well. That'd be cool to know what everyone's up to. Absolutely. Language learning wise at the moment. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. If you have, like me, just recently started uh, making the most of online language lessons um, of any kind, whether that's a, a one-on-one cl- a lesson, which we're, which is more what we've been focused on, but also maybe if you've had your first experiences of having group lessons online, because um, that's certainly something that's a lot of places are shifting to that at the moment um, with the current limitations that there are. Um, so if you have had those experiences recently, if they've been new for you, if you've loved them, if you've hated them, if you, if you had, um, you know, positive and negative experiences, um, we would love to hear from you. So do let us know. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, I can't wait. Well, thank you. And good luck Beck, for tonight. And thank you everyone for joining us on Language Chats. Language Chats is part of a larger project, um, which we started called Language Lovers AU, where we're building a community of people who are interested in languages in Australia. Um, and check out our website if you haven't already, uh, www.languagelovers.com.au. And you can subscribe to our mailing list there as well. You can also find us on Instagram and on Facebook at Language Lovers AU. And if you have time, please leave us a review. A review. It helps other language lovers find us. Thanks again. See you next See time. You next time. <laughs>